I'm in the big leagues, told them don't miss me. Ballin' like Houston, ayy, feelin' like Whitney. I need a bag, bruh, send it through quickly. I'm making his dog, like I'm in the big leagues. Told him that I gotta go, dog. I'm riding the road, y'all. I think that I'm back in my bag now. So I need that go, y'all. Got hits when he throw in the fastball. Just too quick for it, peeling off like the whip orange. Seen the effort, this piss poor. I got too much, I gotta tend to. Car payments and the rent due. Told y'all that I'm six foot, but with the money stamming, I'm ten two. Too Welcome everybody. We are back, season three of another turnover. It's been a minute. I've been gone for what? It's been three months, I believe. My last episode, I think, was the end of July, right after the Golden State Warriors became NBA champions once again. But I missed y'all. I'm excited to be back. I am excited to talk NBA action. I'm excited to give some terrible takes that will age horribly. <laughs> but I am super happy to celebrate the premiere of season three uh, with some good friends of mine. I've got Mr. Chris Bradshaw here. Thank you, sir, for being on. And I've got uh, Mr. Jason as well on uh, two people that I've known for for a hot minute now. It's been at least a couple of years, I believe, right? So, sure. but some expert NBA analysts. So, <laughs> but we're going to basically go through, um, just kind of do a little preview of the upcoming 2022-2023 NBA season. So we're going to talk some bold takes. We're going to look into some, a few of the NBA awards who we think is going to win those. Um, we're going to rank way too early the standings for what we think is going to be one through eight for the seating. We'll talk finals matchup, and then we'll look at the marquee matchups for opening night. So, gentlemen, you ready to go? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Let's, let's do it. Let's rock. All right. So, bold takes. I will get us started. So, I've got three bold takes. We've each got three bold takes that we have lined out, and I actually don't know what Chris and Jason are going to talk about, so I am pretty excited to see what's going to happen here. But like I mentioned before we went on the air, Chris, you're really not going to like this one. So this bold take is about the Los Angeles Lakers. I know, I know you are. I know, it's cool, man. <laughs> I knew you are. I know you are a, a, uh, a Lakers fan, but unfortunately my bold take is that the Los Angeles Lakers will not be making the playoffs yet again. I believe the highlight of the Los Angeles Lakers season will be LeBron James breaking Kareem's all-time scoring record. So you have that to look forward to, but I do not see them making the playoffs with the roster that they have constructed. I think Pat Bev and Russell Westbrook, it's like grease and water. They don't mix. So, but we'll see. I could be wrong, but that is my, uh, that's my first bowl take I've got. So uh, let me jump into the next one here. Cause I'm sure okay. you, uh, either one of y'all have something to say about that, but <laughs> I, uh, my second bowl take, I think we are going to see a return to form of Rockets James Harden in Philadelphia, and I believe he will lead the Philadelphia 76ers to the best regular season record. So, I mean, James Harden, his his pretty much his time clock is running out. I mean, we all know in any sport, father time is undefeated. I thought Tim Duncan had him for a little bit, but, you know, eventually he succumbed to father time as well. But I do believe with a motivated James Harden, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, I think Philadelphia can have the best regular season record in the NBA this year. Like I said, best regular season record. So that is my second bold take. Sixers going to have the best record. But the third one is that Dame Dalla, Damian Lillard, will not finish the season with the Portland Trailblazers. I mm. really believe the only reason that Damian Lillard stayed with the Portland Trailblazers last year was obviously they got a new coach, Chauncey Billups, first time head coach. You know, he's 
definitely a player's coach. He was beloved in, you know, Los Angeles when he was with the Clippers. So I really believe Dane Ballow wanted to give him a shot. But at the same time, that Portland Trailblazers roster did not improve really at all. At least in my opinion, it didn't. So I don't see, I don't know where he could get traded to because I didn't really think about, you know, what team could possibly have the assets to get a player like Damian Lillard. But I really don't believe he finishes the season with the Portland Trailblazers. I think he asked for a trade not long before the deadline. So, gentlemen, bold takes, thoughts, I would love to hear. Man, okay. <laughs> I might be even more bold than you. And I'll say your takes aren't that bold. They're not They're not that bold. Okay. No, nah, man. Right. Uh, number one, the Lakers, not playoffs. I don't I don't have them in the playoffs either. Really? Um, As a Lakers fan, you do not have them in the playoffs. I'm a realistic fan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're not paying any bills for me, bro. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a love relationship. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not singing their praises. I wasn't a fan of the rush trade. I love Russ. It just didn't make sense. It didn't fit the team. Um and we could make the playoffs if Braun was about five years younger. And Anthony Davis had any type of physical uh, <laughs> durability. <laughs> yeah, you know, if he had a, a, some type of trainer, I don't think he trains in offs. I don't, I don't know what he does because every year he's hurt with some type of nagging yeah, injury. It is hurt. pretty surprising. He shouldn't be hurt as much as he is. But so um, I do actually have for your second take. <clears throat> I have Philly with the number one seed as well in the East, um, kind of along the same lines. Just regular season only. Um, Harden has proven to not be that guy. So playoffs, I don't care what he's what he did in the regular which is, season. Which is exactly why I said best regular exactly. season record. <laughs> we're, we're on the same page with that. And then the Dame, not happening. That was a bold take, but it's not. not you don't happening. see Dame in a little. You don't see him running from the grind. <laughs> he would have. He he had his opportunity already uh, to vote. And they they locked him in for more money, uh, pretty much told him, hey, this is the, the plan for the team. And he's already bought in. So I, I I think mentally he's already in a place where he knows, hey, I had my chance. If I wanted to do something else this past summer, I took the money. I'm going to take it on the chin. I'm going to stay here. He's going to retire with them. And the chip's going to fall where they may. Um, I don't even see him at the end of the career trying to play for somebody else. I don't, I don't see that. It was a last-second hurrah. I think once he's 15 plus years in, it's kind of like, hey, I'm going to ride it out and be get a statue in Portland. You know what I mean? I feel like that'll cement his legacy. Of course, I would love to see him in deep playoff basketball, but he made that choice, you know? So, I mean, I've just never seen the Portland Trailblazers as a legitimate contender any any year at any point in his career. And I think with him... He just turned what? I think he just turned 31, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, he's still in the prime of his career, but I don't know. I think he's just going to take stock. It's like, look, we don't sign big time free agents. Like, no one's really going to request a trade here either. Like, I, I, I want to win. Like, and it, I just really don't believe it's going to happen in Portland. But Damian Lillard is a loyal player. Like, so, I mean, I could see him staying, but I, I know if I were him, I would want out. I'd be like, hey, get me out of there. So it just makes too much money, bro. He's a he's gonna make 60 mil for coming up here pretty soon. He signed so. an extension this offseason. Yeah, bro. He's, okay. He's he's locked in. So yeah, that's that's why I say he's not going anywhere. He had his opportunity. He could have played it how you just said, 
and when nobody could have followed them. But once you lock it in. Unless you're Kevin Durant signed an extension, you asked for a trade, but that's a story for another day. So, <laughs> Jason, do you have anything uh, as far as my my bold takes? Um, I actually disagree with you and Chris. I think the mm. Lakers will make the playoffs. I Ooh. think they're going to be number seven seed, um, you know, with LeBron aging a little bit. I think Anthony Davis is actually going to have his first healthy year, um, a complete year, maybe not all 82 <laughs> games, but probably around a good – 65 I that think would, that would be a full out. season for him <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think with that and combined with some of their off-season moves I think they'll squeak it in I think they'll squeak it in <laughs> sorry as far as um Damian Lillard's concerned I think he'll stay as well um I think like Chris mentioned you know with the money uh, I think he's comfortable there I think they treat him like a king there and you know he had his chance to leave and pick anywhere he wanted to go and he didn't so i think he'll just stay stay put um and continue to focus on his rap game um, but, <laughs> um with the 76ers having the best record i see them getting off to a hot start kind of like they did uh last season i don't think that they're going to finish with the best record this year uh, i got them in the top three for sure but i do have boston uh with the best record this year and then number mm. two right behind them is going to be the Bucks. So Boston Bucks and then 76ers. Uh, not by much, though. Not by much. But that's my my three for years. Um, I think this whole Ime Udoka situation is going to uh, have more of an effect on the Boston Celtics than people are really giving it credit for. So, but we'll see. I mean, I as I mean, everybody knows the Celtics are my favorite Eastern Conference team, my second favorite team behind my my San Antonio Spurs. But uh, I I could see the Celtics getting the number one seed potentially, but I, I do think that they're going to struggle. I think the biggest factor with the Celtics is Robert Williams injury. He's going to be out for about four months. So oh, I totally forgot about that. Cause he had, didn't he have surgery in the yeah, offseason? He had surgery recently. So uh, I, when I made the list, actually, I was ranking the teams. I had Celtics number one at first. And then I had to remember that. I'm like, nah, that's, that's, that's too impactful. Um, and they didn't make that, that transformation until he became more of a defensive focal point and they kind of shifted him in the lineup. Him, they're still a good team, defensive team without him, but the combination of Udoka and him being out, I definitely had to move them down uh, to number three. I know we'll get there eventually, but yeah, absolutely. That was, that was definitely a, but a yeah, factor. I mean, I mean, that's a fair <laughs> point. They started out like at one point, what they were like 19 and 19, the beginning of last season or whatnot. And that was with all of their players. So, well, I think Jalen Brown had not really seen season injury last year or whatever it was, but still. So I, I could see something similar. I've got them in the playoffs. And like I said, we'll talk about rankings here shortly, but, uh, but yeah, I, I could, I could see the Celtics. I could, I could see them either having like one or two seed or see them going down to like seven or eight, like with, you know, potentially no in between, but. We'll see, but all right. Well, those are my bold takes. Chris, you're up. What do you got for us? I got some, I got some spicy. Let me see how (laughs) y'all feel about it. All right, let's do it. Okay. Number one, the Charlotte Hornets will be selecting Victor Wambignano with the first pick. Oh man, you had to go there. Yeah. No. So number one, I'm not going to get too deep into the Miles Bridges thing. He definitely (laughs) doesn't deserve to be on an NBA team or in the league. Agreed. Um, And him being such an important piece on that team, obviously they didn't trade for – they didn't get traded, you know what I mean? Um, there's no replacement for him. 
on top of Gordon Hayward, there's a walking, walking injury report. He's going to be out a sizable amount of time. And the most important part is the metal ball is going to be out for the first few weeks of the season. Yeah, he turned his ankle in the preseason game. I saw that. So they're going to be terrible to start. I mean, Terry Rozier is a good point guard, but they're missing so much overall. He's It's not enough. Um, and then once they start losing, MJ knows a loser when he sees one. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to give him the vote to go ahead and go ahead and tank it out. I think they're just going to be bad enough to where it's not even – they're not even going to have to really force it in the East, um, especially comparative to, like, some of the bottom teams in the East. They're trying to be a little more competitive. They're still going to be trash, example, Orlando Magic, but they're at least trying to <laughs> field a competitive team. The Hornets are going to – hit that point where they're like, you know what? Uh, it's time for us to move in a different direction. <laughs> so I see Victor in the Hornets jersey. Man. Him and MJ. I mean, you know where I want Victor Wimignana to go. I mean, every, every, I mean, first of all, every team probably wants him. But, I mean, exactly. Coach Pop said himself, he was like, yeah, don't don't bet on a championship with, from us this year. So, uh, but, I mean. I don't deserve him. We don't deserve him. Y'all have, I mean, already, had, y'all have already had two number one. Seven foot uh lead yeah, we, we need Hall another one centers. Like, yeah. How incredible how incredible, like what an incredible story that would be. Like David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Victor Wemben Wembenyama or whatever his name is. Like man. <laughs> that would just that would just be the storybook ending. We get him. Uh Pop can, you know, you know, finally retire, bring Becky back. I know she's killing in the WNBA, but let's let's just get it done. So but no. all right, Charlotte Hornets. All right. Number one pick, second, second bowl take, spicy. I love Paolo Bancaro. Not mentioning Orlando Magic already. Them going to be a them being a competitive team, but still going to be pretty much trash because of their youth. Most people have him as a rookie of the year, and before the season started, I, well, it hasn't started, but but before the off season, and I, I was watching some videos. I had him as well. I got to go with Keegan Murray. Ooh. Like, Keegan Murray, Murray, rookie of the year. Okay. He's smooth. He's fluid. His basketball IQ is high. He's got NBA length and height. Uh, solid moves. He plays well above his maturity. And he's an older player for uh, this past draft. So he's going to come in right in. I think he's going to average about 16, 8, and 3. About a steal in the block of game. Some solid defense. And the reason I give him the bump over Paolo is I think the Kings – are going to be in the play-in tournament at Ooh. 10 spot. Yeah. Now, now I don't know if they're going to beat Exactly. Now, that's, that's now I that is it's spicy. Bold. It's spicy. Now, I don't, I'm don't. i not saying they're going to beat anybody when they get there. Okay? They just but make it. They're going to be in that 10 spot, which is good enough for them, and that's good enough for uh, Keegan to be a rookie of the year because they're going to be a competitive team the whole year. Uh, so that's my wow. spicy. So, okay, I still so, love Paolo. see, I would have had I, I, I could see Paolo getting it. I mean, he or I mean, Keegan, you know, Keegan Murray in, in Sacramento, but uh, culture is a big thing. And King's culture and magic culture, it's so hard for those guys in that culture to, you know, really obtain that rookie of the year award. Because didn't Scott, well, Scotty Barnes won last year, right? Yeah. In Toronto, right. they had no expectations, but you have mm-hmm. a culture of winning and you have a culture of excelling with an amazing coach and Nick nurse, which is, you know, more part of the reason why Scotty Barnes ended up winning it. But my rookie of the year pick would have been Chet Holmgren 
in Oklahoma City. Obviously, he's out for the season with his foot injury. But mm-hmm. what what I saw from him, obviously, it was summer league. I don't take too much talk in the summer league, but I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, I with that with that dude, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Josh Giddy, like I was like that. I mean, and that team's still gonna be nice, obviously, when he comes back. But that would have been my rookie of the year pick. Gotcha. Also, Mike Brown is their coach now, uh, coming uh, over from the for the in Sacramento. Yeah, so okay. that's a big factor. Yeah. He's going to give them defensive competency. I'm not saying they're going to be good. It's just going to be like a base level of like, hey, these are our fundamentals, right? Um, which is going to, in turn, make the team better. Because offensively, I think they're good enough to be in a play-in tournament. But yeah. defense, that's what the real question is. Okay. And the next spicy take, <clears throat> it's getting hot in here. <laughs> okay. I got Herb Jones making an all-defensive team next year. Herb okay. Jones? Yes, Herb Jones. Like yes. all-defensive first or second? I would go second. Okay. First is kind of a stretch. Um, but, yeah, I got him second team. Reason being, okay, even last year as a rookie, he was third in the league in steals, fourth in deflections. All right. He had as many blocks as Steven Adams. Okay. So my man is all over the court. He's going to get even more playing time. Obviously, he's not a rookie anymore. And he's going to be tasked with the hardest matchup every night. And he's the maybe what the, the fifth option scoring wise. So it, the, the burden on him to carry the team is not there. They're going to say, Herb, lock in. I need you to guard Braun. I need you to guard whoever it is. Do your job. He's going to get plenty of recognition because he's playing with Zion this year and he's just going to shine. So I feel like he's definitely going to be on at least the second team because he's undeniable on defense. Like he's, he's, his arms are like ridiculous. (laughs) My man does have long limbs. (laughs) That's crazy. So I got him second team at least, uh, maybe first team, but he's going to get the recognition, which is the most important part of making a defensive team. Um, playing along Zion, he's going to get those TV looks. Okay, I think I, part of part of all of well, you could say this for all the awards, and we'll talk about you know some of the awards here momentarily. But part of it is going to be you know it's who are the media darlings, like who are the ones like you know that the league wants to highlight. And I I, I see where you're going with Herb Jones potentially getting it because I'm sure the Pelicans will have plenty of TV games because of Zion Williamson. So I, I definitely do think league wide nationwide, he'll, he'll have the, you know, the broadcast to make sure he gets, you know, national recognition. So I, so I, I could see that. So I wouldn't say that's super bold, but when you said the name at first, I was like, Herb Jones. That's like, why I said who? it's not a, Herb it's Jones. not a house. It's not a household name. <laughs> no, it's not. Mean? But, but he, he, he could have a platform this year. Jason, you have any thoughts? No, I, I actually agree with most of that. It's uh, it's pretty bold, but I could see with the scenarios that Chris was laying out, uh, each of those happening. So, no, I uh, I agree. Concur. All right. All right, Jason, you're up. Where, what do you got for us? Anything spicy? All right. So bear with me. Like I said, I'm, I'm at the park playing uh, ball with Ezra. So no, my paper's at home. So, uh, these are going to be off the dome, uh, from what I can remember. All right. My first bold take is the Denver Nuggets will win the championship. Wow. The Denver Nuggets Mm. win the NBA championship with the healthy Jokic and you got Murray coming back. And if you could get Porter Jr. back on the floor for a full season, 
I think they can make a run at it. I those really are two do. big. Those are two big ifs. Like, hey man, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> so, um, that's number one. Number two is I actually have Jabari Smith as uh, rookie of the year. Of course, um, <laughs> of course I do. Yes, of course I do. But the reason why is because yeah, he didn't show out like Chet in um, in summer league, but uh, preseason so far, this dude's been on fire. Um, I got to see him live and in person. I got to go to the practice and everything like that. Dude's got a stroke on him. So if, if he gets hot a uh, couple nights in a row, he'll start getting that recognition. And I think he'll outscore uh, Bancaro. Um, defensively, I think he's pretty solid as well. So I think he's got what it takes to, to pull that out. Um, plus, he's got that chip on his shoulder, right, going uh, number two overall. So I think he uh, – He's prepared for that. And the third take is I actually had uh, Portland making the playoffs, not even in the play-in, but as a full seed. I think oh, wow. They're, they're, mm. Yeah, I think that they're going to surprise some people. I think uh, Damian Lillard, he's been putting in work with the team uh, outside of the building. Um, I know that they've been doing runs uh, together at other places, and I think that chemistry is going to surprise a lot of people to start the season, and they're going to be uh, – a force to be reckoned with. So I think, uh, I think you better watch out with them. Hmm. Okay. So your, your take on Jabari Smith, like I see where you're going, but this is my opinion on the Houston Rockets. I think I don't like that collection of talent together. Like I like Jabari Smith's game. I like Jalen Green's game. I like uh, Kevin Porter Jr.'s game. I just don't like them together. Like, I don't see them building off of the young core that they have now. I don't know what it is. I, I think it's just, I don't know if it's egos or attitude. This is just purely speculation off my end. But I really don't like that collection of talent together. So Jabari Smith, depending on how playing time goes and whatnot with uh, Steven Silas, like, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see that. I, I don't I don't like Kevin Porter Jr. as the point guard. Um I think that's probably going to have to be the change going forward with the Rockets uh, subbing him out for somebody else is a little more naturally point guard. He didn't he didn't come up playing point guard. Um, but as far as the core and your take, I don't think Jabari Smith's going to get enough shots because Jalen Green is going to be on setting the world on fire. I think he's going to take a a next leap and even like he's he's just going to get so many of the premier looks and so much opportunity to, to take that next level. The Jabari Smith, I mean, Jabari Smith will have a nice, a nice year, but it's going to be more complimentary versus Paolo, who we talked about is going to be pretty much the point forward. He's going to have to put it, put it on his back every night. <clears throat> and then Keegan Murray, the reason I picked him is he's going to have to produce as well, but he's going to be on a better team and they're not, he's going to be doing stuff that's natural to him, like scoring in his his natural spots. Like he's got a smooth game. Jabari Smith, uh, I think he's gonna have a good year, but I just don't. It, the team is too young, and there's a lot of uh, I, I wouldn't even call it ego, but it's gotta gotta feel out who's who's gonna be the man, who's gonna be. It's just underneath. some about. It's just something about them all together. Like I just don't. I don't see them meshing to become. You know. Something like like another team like um, who who could be a young team? 
I can't think of off the top of my head, but like there's some other young teams in the league. I'm like, okay, I could see like like Oklahoma City, for example. Like mm-hmm. I could see Josh Giddy, Chet Holmgren, Shea Gillis. I'm like, I could see that. I just I just don't get that from from Houston. No, the Rockets got it. The the center they drafted last year is pretty nice. Oh, Shingun. Shingun. He's super yeah, he nice. Really so that's why I, I that's why I have faith in them going forward. Like I said, the only person who's not in a spot that is conducive for the team moving forward is Kevin Porter Jr. He's kind of in a spot that doesn't fit. Other than that, they'll they'll work it out. They got plenty of youth and picks coming out. So I, I still think they're in a good position. Um, but the Portland making the playoffs. Ooh-wee. That was <laughs> I'll see yeah, you, Jason. Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, take take that confidence. And then y'all are saying bold, right? Y'all are saying no, bold. Oh yeah, no, I wanted it. I just said I don't see it. <laughs> exactly, but okay. it's, it's a it's a good one. I was going to say take that to Vegas, put some money on that. <laughs> if that's how you feel, I I I wouldn't. You you make some money because uh, <laughs> nobody else. Yeah, those, those Vegas you. odds. Yeah, you you definitely hit for real. It's as far as the Denver Nuggets though. I'm high on the Denver Nuggets, too, when they're healthy. Like, if they can get healthy, I could easily see them being top two, top three in the West. But I think with, you know, coming off an ACL injury for Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., I can't remember, was it his – I know he had back issues in college. I don't know what his recent injury is. But uh, still the back. It's still his back. So, and yeah, he just got a max extension, too, which is crazy to me. But, yeah, I – I don't, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think Denver can stay healthy. Like yo, and the crazy thing, they got the six seed last year, pretty much off the back of Nikola Jokic. And I was like, man, if he could just have one of those two guys, like they could probably win a first round playoff series. I didn't think they were going to beat the Warriors in the first round, but still, mm-hmm. yeah. I, uh, go. You said you have Denver going to the finals, right? I uh, said winning. Oh, winning the finals. Yeah, that's my bold take. I have them winning everything. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay, I, I agree with you. You just a year too early. I see them. I see them winning the next year. It's going to take uh, Jamal Murray most of the year to get back to like full form off of the ACL. And then more importantly, Michael Porter Jr. The back, it's just, it's, it's an injury that flares up and it's kind of random. So if they, if they ramp him down and have him at a like minutes restriction and trying to preserve him for the end of the year, then, yeah, I, I could see that because I could definitely see Jamal Murray by the end of the year rounding in the form. And like you said, Jokic is – he's by himself, he's 45 wins plus. So, yeah, with them back in the fold, I agree. I think they're a title contender. And I thought – I was really upset about last year because I thought they would have won it last year. I'm just being completely honest with you. That's why I said you, you're a year too early because I think it's still going to take some time from them to get acclimated coming off that ACL because he's going to he's going to be nice at the end of the year, but it's going to be some rough patches where him where he's kind of got to feel the tempo and the feel of the game. And then with the Michael Porter Jr. His back is just it's so sporadic. I don't see him playing enough games if they if they have to if they have to lean on him. Um, yeah, absolutely. Sure. I, I, I definitely those um, points for sure. I think the acquisition of uh, Aaron Gordon last year. Uh, gave them the jolt that they needed, and I think a that second. Was big. Year, mm-hmm. I think a second year with uh, Jokic, and then adding Murray, and then like you said, kind of pacing the uh, return of Michael Porter Jr. Uh, I think by playoff time they're going to be ready to go. So. I, think I think Bruce Brown being uh, added to their team was a huge addition. 
Oh, he left Brooklyn. Yeah, he's he's oh, with the Nuggets. Oh, I forgot now. about that. So Ooh. I got I'm I'm high on the Nuggets just because of that. He's Jokic needs players who are smart, can shoot, and cut. He's like his the Jokic Bruce Brown pick and roll is gonna be crazy. Yeah, be crazy. You see it. Hey everyone, just want to take a quick second and moment from this season three premiere of another turnover and talk about the NFL. And you're, you're probably like, the NFL? Why are we talking about the NFL? This is an NBA show. But I got to talk about one of the best, the most amazing, the incredible Leather Brains. Leather Brains, the favorite fantasy football podcast, the best one in the game. Perfect mix between information and entertainment. And most importantly, it will give you a leg up in your fantasy football leagues. So this um, podcast is run by two good buddies of mine, Hunter Slapdog Amoruso, Matthew Scotty Holtmeyer. It let me tell you, last year I you know I talked about it on the show and how great it was, and this year it is even better, bigger and better than ever. I I don't follow the NFL too closely. I am a Giants fan, and they are four and one, but they have given me all the tools and resources that I need to keep up when it comes to fantasy football goodness. So every episode is full of fun and laughs. The advice they give will tremendously help you out in both your dynasty and redraft leagues. So the show's a must listen. Search for Leather Brains with a Z on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. And I promise you will not regret it. All right, back to our regularly scheduled program. All right, bold takes. Those were good. I appreciate y'all. Uh, but let's transition. Let's Thank get you. into award predictions. So Jason, I'm going to start with you. So MVP, MIP, most improved, and then who you think the team's going to have the best record. So I want to know. All right, MVP, I'm going for it. Jokic, three years in a row. Ooh. He's going to love it. it. If they get one of the top two seeds in the West, uh, they have to give it to him. They have to give it to him. Uh, he's, he's phenomenal. I mean, people don't really – see him as flashy because you know his body type his athleticism but his game is ridiculous so i think three years in a row um it's gonna happen hasn't been done uh, since larry bird right exactly. yeah hasn't been done since larry yeah. bird so i think he's gonna make it happen and it's gonna be fun to watch um most improved player man i was struggling with that one i was like man there's a lot of people making comeback seasons who do i want to see who do i want to see get it um I actually think, and this is this is hard for me to say, but I really think Christian Wood's going to surprise people in Dallas. Mm. Really put up some solid numbers like he was doing for the Rockets the first year um, and just really take Dallas uh, to another level with, uh, with Luka. So I think he's going to be the most improved player for me. Uh, and then the team with the best record, I have Boston. Okay. All right. I actually... I like all of those. Uh, like I, Jokic is one of my favorite players to watch. Like it's just I don't understand. Like I'm like, there's he's too big to be facilitating the way he does. Like bringing the ball up, it just it is so fun to watch. So I would love to see back to back to back MVP from Jokic. So I'm on board. Um, as far as Christian Wood, I was he was close. I was thinking about him. I think he could do very well in that offense with. Luka Doncic, Spencer Dinwiddie um, in Dallas. So I, I'm i I'm high on him as well, as much as that pains me to say as well, being a Spurs fan. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. Boston Celtics getting the best record we kind of talked about. I could see them either having a really, really good season, one or two, or potentially being in that bottom tier, seven, eight, just with everything that's gone on with them. So, but but I like, I like that. I, I see where you're going. Yeah, I like that. I liked it. I got to disagree. 
But you actually right, Christian Wood is going to win an award, but he's going to win six man, not most improved. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. Six man. I can see that. Yeah. That's All right. Fair. All right, Chris, what you got for us? All right, MVP, MVP. <laughs> I'm going with Joel Embiid. Reason okay. Again, Sixers going to have the number one record, like we talked about. You can't deny that man at that point, and. He, He's going to have a monster season just because of what they surrounded him with. He has uh, more shooters, more defenders. P.J. Tucker was a huge addition. It's going to take a lot of the, like, the burden of having a, him being the only defensive rebounder on the team because they can't rebound for, for anything. <clears throat> but they added a lot of toughness in defense and shooting. So I got the Sixers with the number one seed in part and be finally – Going to cash in. Finally getting over the hump. <laughs> exactly. The frustration is going to be done. He's going to win his MVP. Also, voters, I think, are going to be a little more sympathetic. Uh, so the reason I don't agree with the Joker winning the third, not that I think he can't, is like to win the third, you have Voter to fatigue. Something. Yeah, you have to do something. That's why Giannis didn't win his third. And nice. I almost, I was really close to picking Giannis for MVP this year just because I think uh, – we over underrate him tremendously. Put um, the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, voter yeah. fatigue and yeah, yeah exactly. I, I but, couldn't agree more. But I, I do think uh I do think he's gonna go ahead and, and submit that. They're gonna have a Sixers gonna be one of the top two seeds most of the year. So uh and B's gonna be at the forefront of the voters. And if Jokic has to average damn near 40 and <laughs> and and the uh, and the Nuggets have to be a top three seed in the West for him to win it again. Uh, it's not because he's not worthy. It's just because we've seen it um, most improve. This one was tough for me. I kept going back and forth. Um, even in my notes, a bunch of scribbles and scrabbles. Oh, <laughs> and even even I had everything typed up, and I'm still I'm still might go against what I had typed up. Um, it's okay if you're not, you know, if you don't have the courage of your convictions. It's fine. Nah, nah, man. <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can write it in pen. We can write it in pen. I'm going to go ahead, go ahead and uh, go with uh, <clears throat> Anthony Edwards, most improved. Ooh. Um, okay. Reason like being, it's going to be his third year. Uh, I saw in the playoffs, which I already knew, uh, Carl Anthony Towns is not that guy. Um, but he doesn't have to be because they have that guy. That's Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, he averaged, what, 21 this past year. I think he's going up it to probably about 25 if he just cuts mm-hmm. down on, uh, like, kind of some of those, pull, not pull-up threes, but just the aimless threes where he's just dribbling and there's nothing there. He just fires one up. If he kind of transitions that to more post-ups or just more takes. And he's, I think he's going to see the floor a lot better, which is going to raise his assist total and just make him a better overall player. Of course, his stats are going to be – the counting stats like points are going to go up. But he's going to make the all-star team. Um, I can see that. And essentially, As long as he stays off social media. <laughs> I love that, man. I mean, it, <laughs> he, he speaks his mind, so it's like Charles Barkley. You know, it's, it's good and bad. Like, you're going to take the good. Same thing with the Draymond. I love Draymond, too. He crosses the line a lot. <laughs> I, I rather I rather somebody give it to me straight. Makes for good TV you know. for sure. Exactly. Let me know how you feel, man. I don't want any of your fans to bust about it. Just just keep it real with me. Um, yeah, I definitely I definitely have to go ahead and go with the Anthony Edwards. 
I think okay. he's gonna he's gonna take it to the next level. And then best record. Uh I'm still gonna go with the go with the Sixers. Like I said, the addition of PJ, they had added the Anthony Melton, uh Montrez Harold, uh Daniel House Jr. I mean, it's it's a nice, nice team. But the most important part, <clears throat> reason I think they're gonna have the best record is Tyrese Maxey. Uh to me, he would be the number two option after Joel and B. And I have James Harden as the the uh, consummate point guard, just you know, facilitating. But I don't I don't want him uh second in points or having to have that that burden of being the number two guy, because I if that's the case, Sixers aren't gonna go far in the playoffs. But if Tyrese Maxey makes that next step, which I think they're gonna be really solid in the regular season, which I think they have the best record, but he is he's the the key to them taking off past just being a good regular season team. I need him to average about 23 or 40% shooting, being aggressive as he was last year. And the Sixers are gonna run away with the East. I don't think they're gonna like I said, last in the playoffs, but great regular season for the 76ers. Yeah. For sure. I I could not agree more. I mean, like I said, that's who I have for my best record as well, pretty much for the same exact reasons. I think Tyrese Maxey will have to be the number two scoring option on that team. And James Harden, we've seen thrives in that facilitation role. I mean, but pre-hamstring injury in Brooklyn, like they more than likely were going to beat Milwaukee, I believe, in 2021. Like, the way that he was playing, obviously that was before Kyrie Irving got hurt as well. I was like, this version of James Harden is arguably the best version of James Harden that, that we've seen, where he is able to maximize facilitation as well as get you at least 22 to 26 points, you know, in a game. Like, 20, 22 points, 16 assists. Like, like, what more could you ask for from your facilitator? Like, so... I uh I agree when it comes to when it comes to that. Uh you said MVP Joel Embiid, I definitely think like he could get it not for lack of play but partly like you said voters and sympathy finishing second behind Nikola Jokic two years in a row. Mm-hmm. If the Sixers especially get the number 1 seed and he balls out just the same way he has for the past two seasons, I think he'll eventually end up getting it. Um I do have my MVP pick though is the same as last year, which was wrong. I'm going with Luka Doncic. I definitely he is such a media he is such a media darling. Like I think Luka is going to take it this year, especially if the Mavericks finish top four in the Western Conference. I think he gets it. Like I mean, he I I I really just I can't understand you know his game, but his strength, his agility for you know being as slow as he is like it just i i, I think he'll get it like I, I could see him averaging over 30 points uh i could see him averaging a double double with assist nearly a triple double because he is a triple double machine in most instances uh, but then that's mostly just from sheer volume like no one else has the ball but we thank you i yeah. <laughs> I, I love luca he's cold but there's a narrative and i'm not going to get into the semantics of it but there's been a narrative of him being the EVP for like the past three years. Like he's been the media darling pig, like the odds on favorite. I'm just like, how? I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. I really don't like objectively. Like I said, he's very cold. He is a focal point of offense. 
We've seen what he does in the playoffs. I'm not debating his greatness by any means, but he's not the most valuable player in the league. And even still, I wouldn't even say he has, like, the biggest burden in the league. Um, I think the team is set up for him to just do whatever he wants to. Like, and that's good because <laughs> he's elite. Like, he's, yeah, exactly. he's earned it right. Like, I'm yeah. not debating his greatness at all. I just think we, I think the media was, has been trying to force him into the MVP. Oh, the best for sure. In the league. And it's like, nah, he has to go and earn that. Like, we just, hundred percent. And then, and the media plays a huge role in who wins MVP, obviously. Exactly. Like, so, narrative. and that's why I'm like, not, not taking away from how well he, you know, he plays, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, like, the media wants you to win it, so all you pretty much yes. have to do is do exactly what you've been doing, and you'll more than likely win it. As long as he doesn't miss, you know, a significant amount of time due to injury or anything like that, it's pretty much his award to win. But um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I can see it. I, I, I see him taking it. But um, as far as my most improved, I am going with this somewhat of an unconventional one. Christian Wood, Jason was definitely on my mind when I was going through this, but think they're going to end up giving it to Zion Williamson. The same reason for why they gave it to John Morant last year. Like we already knew, like when we saw Zion Williamson, when he last played and he was healthy, like he was that dude in new Orleans, obviously they were bad, but I think if he's able to stay healthy for the entire year, his efficient, like efficiency from the field, like obviously another media darling as well. I think Zion Williamson will end up getting most improved. I don't see him having an MVP caliber season. I could see like potential minute restrictions and things like that. Cause they're just Pelicans have been so cautious with him ever since he's been in the league, which is a story for another day. But I, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go with most improved for Zion Williamson. Okay. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go back on you just a little bit because he was already all NBA. Right. And you say, you don't think he's going to be MVP. So for him to be most improved, I think he has to hit like first team all NBA. He has to be MVP level to get the most improved because John Morant, he upped his average about eight points, made the all-star team, and his team was a number two seed to get that most improved. I think Zion's gonna have to average 30 plus plus this plus the Pelicans have to be top three. You know what I mean? I just he, I I see where you're going. I just he's already I, so high. It's not like he it's not like last year was like a bad year for him. He just didn't right. play because didn't of play. injury. The last time we saw him, he was averaging 25, was all you know, like I said, all MVP. I mean, uh, all uh all NBA made the all-star team. It's like he's already an all-star. That's what I'm saying. It's like for him to get most improved, he has to go from all-star to MVP. So you would, so you would think, yeah. I mean, that's a fair point. You know, he would have to go from okay, already being an all-star to MVP caliber play, and by that point, MIP is out of the question. You're looking at MVP. So you know, you know what I mean? No, that's a, that that is definitely a a very fair point. But I kind of felt similarly though to John Morant. Like he won Rookie of the Year. And I was like, all right, he's that dude. Granted, they had a huge leap. No one predicted that they were going to finish with the the you know the second best record in the NBA. But I was like, he was already kind of that dude. Like, and that's why he ended up. I personally feel giving the award to his teammate Desmond Bain. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's I don't really see why. So I kind of went with that mentality. If that's how they're kind of doing MIP now, that's why I ended up going with Zion Williamson. But you definitely bring up a fair point. So. Jason, any any thoughts? Um, 
I, I kind of like Zion as well uh, for most improved. You know, I didn't really consider the fact that he was averaging 25 points. I just considered the fact that, you know, he's going to come back and dominate. And I think that would be enough for him to win it uh, just because the Pelicans are going to be a very, very scary team with the addition of C.J. McCollum, uh, you know, handling the rock and then dishing that out to Zion or Brandon Ingram, you know, just getting rebounds and then tossing them lobs or whatever the case may be. I think they're really going to use Zion as a focal point this year. Um, and that's really going to propel them into the top five. I think they're going to be a top five seed and uh, really surprise some people because they're not expecting them. So uh, I definitely can see the most improved uh, happening. Now you said, um, who was your top seed? It was the Sixers. Sixers. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, I think that Harden is going to show that, you know, he's a good third option and very good facilitator with, uh, with Maxi just tearing it up. So I think they're going to be really, really good. I mean, I saw that video of Doc Rivers showing him uh, that they need to play through Joel Embiid right first and then establish that. And I think with that conversation and Harden allowing that conversation to be made public shows that he's comfortable stepping back and being that facilitator role and not wanting to be the primary option or even secondary for that matter, right? I think at this point in his career, He's ready to just win a championship. So whatever it takes. I mean, you saw how he's coming in shape this year, um, even better than what he's been in Houston almost. So uh, I think that that's a really good take there. And your MVP, uh, Luca. Man, I like the he, – he would have to average a triple-double uh, to get it, though. Uh, and I think he can. I mean, he's definitely more than capable of doing it. So, I mean, that's, that's not far off for you um, to have that. They would also need to be top five seed. So average triple-double, top five seed, you have to give it to him. Well, yeah, last year he was what? He was like 27-9 and like 8.8 or something like that. So he was Super close. He was Super. pretty close um, to averaging a triple-double. So I definitely think he can. But it's all, I mean, it's kind of hard to pick these, you know, awards now with, you know, load management and things like that. Because, you know, you don't really know who's going to play. And Lucas had his fair share of injuries you know, in the, um, in his career. So I definitely could see that derailing his MVP hopes for the year, but we shall see, but I want to make sure we have enough time. because we are a little bit, uh, a little bit over time, but let's get to the standings so we can just run through those super quick. So, so for the, so for the East Eastern conference standings, obviously this is way too early, but I've got Sixers. Like we talked about, I've got the bucks at number two. I am really high on the Cleveland Cavaliers. I've got the Cleveland Cavaliers at the third spot. I think with the addition of Donovan Mitchell, um, their defensive prowess with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, I think they could really make a lot of noise in the Eastern Conference. Um, I've got the Brooklyn Nets at four. The Celtics, I got dropping to five. Um, I, I, Like I said, I, I, I just, I think the Emei Udoka situation is going to do them in a little bit more than people are anticipating. I've got the Miami Heat at the number six, falling all the way to number six. Atlanta Hawks, at number seven, and then I've got the Chicago Bulls at number eight. Just with the Lonzo Ball probably being out for an extended period, I do think that that's going to um, derail their uh, their championship hopes as well. So, um, if you, uh, Chris, if you just want to jump into and kind of compare, um, and we'll just we'll go with that. I got 76ers. <clears throat> I got the Bucks as well. I have the Celtics three seed. I have the Raptors four seed. 
The Raptors uh, are going to be really tough this year. They played all offseason together at Rico Hines runs in L.A. They're going to be so tough. Coach. You got Raptors, you said, at four? Four, yeah. Mm, They're going to be okay. really tough. All right. Like, really, really tough. Um, I got the Heat after that. Um, I have the Cavs coming in at six. Got the Nets at seven. Um, yeah, I mean, we do with the Nets, everybody is doing a lot of projecting. There's a lot of ifs. Like, I haven't seen Ben Simmons play. And I'm on top, on top of that, it's going to take a while for him to get back to shape, form, all that. And he can't shoot free throws. I don't care. <laughs> like, how much time has passed? Like, I don't even care about him shooting threes. Yeah, you can't have your point. You can't have your point guard now shooting free throws. So Yeah, so – uh, they don't have enough depth. I got them at seven, eight. I got the Bulls. Okay. I got the Bulls. Right. It's pretty close. I don't even have the Raptors in at all. So you've got, you've got the Raptors instead of, you don't have Atlanta making the playoffs, do you? No, I got them in the play in. I oh, you have them in actually, the play in. Yeah, I think they're going to, I got them at the, I didn't, I know you asked for one through eight. Right. But I had uh, Atlanta at nine and then uh, Knicks at 10. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, Jason, what you got? Again, I don't have my paper with me, but I'll see if I can remember what I had off right. of my head. I think I had one was Boston. Number two was uh, the Bucks. Uh, number three, I think I had Cleveland. Uh, and number three with the addition of Donovan Mitchell. And then I think at four, I had the Nets. Um, five, what do I have at five? I think I actually had the Raptors at five as well, because whenever I went to the uh, preseason game, you could see the chemistry that Chris was talking about. Um, they're, they're really solid. Uh, they move the ball extremely well. Uh, they anticipated each other's moves very, very well. And that was very impressive. So I think I have them at five. I think I had the Bulls. No, it was Miami. Miami next uh, at six. And then at seven, who did I have? I think I had Atlanta actually at seven. So I had them making it um, just barely. And then at eight, I had the Bulls as well. Yeah, gotcha. All right, cool. Who you got for the West? Ooh, for the West, you know I got the Rockets number one. No, I'm oh, I was about to. I was like, <laughs> all right, well, logging off. <laughs> okay, so um, number one in the West, I do have the wait. Yes, Denver Nuggets. I have them winning it all, and I have them number one. I think that they're really going to make some moves there. Um, number two in the West. Gosh, Phoenix. I think Phoenix is really going to come back with the vengeance uh, from being so close. Um, but they're still not going to win anything. But, you know, they're, <laughs> they're good regular season. Good regular season. Uh, number three. Gosh, man, this is a tough one. I was going to go with um, like Denver, Phoenix, the Warriors. Yeah, Warriors right there. So, mm -hmm. And those are easily interchangeable. But, yes, the Warriors is going to be number three. Uh, number four, I had Dallas actually making a good run up to number four. Uh, I think with the addition of Christian Wood, it's going to take a little bit more off of Luca's uh, plate and really help him out, uh, something that Porzingis never did. Uh, so I have him at number four. <laughs> number five, gosh, um, not, that, that one was – that one's tough to remember. So let's see. I got one, two, three, four. And, uh, sorry. Um, You're good. So you got you got Pelicans, Timberwolves, Grizzlies. Yeah, Pelicans, Pelicans, Pelicans. Okay. And then the Grizzlies after that. So that's what seven. I think that's seven. Yeah. So you're looking at eight. 
Eight. Okay. And then uh, after the Pelicans, I had, who am I missing? Oh, Portland. Portland. I, I think that they were going to make it in. So, yeah. Portland. Wait, I'll, I'll be remiss if I don't remind you about the Clippers. Oh, shoot. That's <laughs> I was, was going to say the same thing. All right. My, my fault. Uh, the Clippers. Man, I, that's something I totally forgot about. So, yes. Sorry, Portland. Um, well, no, that's my bold take. I have to keep them in there. Uh, let me get rid of, gosh. I know, man. It's tough. I know it, it. It's hard. It's a tie. No. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right, Chris. What you got for the West? All right. I have Warriors. Number one seed. Number one seed. Okay. I got this one. I debated on. I flipped them, but I have the Clippers number two, and I have the Suns number three. Mm. Nuggets number four. Uh, Pelicans five, Grizzly six, Mav seven, T Wolves coming in with the ace spot. Oh, the wow. Clippers are, are too deep to ignore. I don't believe or trust the health of Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. Um, but they are uh, 10 to 12 deep, like they're deep. Absolutely. So if they just need one of them playing every couple of days, like they'll they'll scratch out some doves. And that is why I personally don't have them. I don't have them top three. Uh, I do have them at four, and I'll go through the list here in a moment. But I think just for that reason, but I don't think they have to be top three, if you know what I mean. Like because yeah, of yeah. how deep because of how deep they are. Yeah, like yeah. I think they anywhere between one through five, I think they'd be fine, and yeah. they could have a deep playoff run. But that's why that's why I said I had them flipped with the Suns because I don't think they care about the regular season as mm-hmm. much as other teams. But at the same time, uh, it's just going to be such a well-oiled machine with Tyler Blue as a coach. Like, he has more depth than they've had in a long time. So he's he's good for 50 wins. Um, uh, yeah, I got faith in him. All right. Best coach in the league. Well, I mine, mine's a little different from, from all y'all's here. Um, I've got the Grizzlies with the best record in the Western Conference. Like, I definitely feel – as if this young team with all the all the show showcasing that they're gonna get, they're gonna have the best regular season record. I don't have them doing much in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. I do think that they will have it'll be similar to how the Utah Jazz have been at like top three for the past few years. I mean, they won't be this year, but I got the Grizzlies getting the number one seed regular season for the Western Conference. I've got the Denver Nuggets at the second spot. I think if they can get some semblance of health, they'll have a really solid year. Golden State Warriors. Number three, I mean, I think they've proven they don't really need a number one or number two seed, obviously, to win it all. I've got the Clippers in the fourth spot there. I've got the Mavericks, so I've got a rematch between the Clippers and the Mavericks again playing in the playoffs, which will be fun. Um, I've actually got the Suns falling to six this year. I think with the whole ownership thing, some of the headlines that have come out about DeAndre Ayton not necessarily wanting to be there. I don't know about the Suns chemistry this year. That epic meltdown, like that's like that's like franchise altering, like epic meltdown that they had last year against Mavericks. So um, I can see that trickling down to this year. Uh, Pelicans at seven. And then I've got the Timberwolves rounding out at the eighth spot. I'm going to let you know right now (laughs) that Grizzlies take. It's going to age like cheese, man. I'm I mean, we'll you. I mean, we'll see. Like now, last year I had them at like I didn't have them making the playoffs, and so now I'm just going to flip it all the way around. 
too much. We went too far. Reason being, Jaron Jackson Jr. is out for like four months. Oh, see, I ain't looked that up. Like, yeah, bro, you might want to read. That's what, what I'm I mean. Saying. It's that's what this show is about. Like, oh, this, okay. show is all, this show is all about bad takes. Like, it aged <laughs> ten seconds. You, you can't get any worse with me not remembering the Clippers. Yeah. Man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm that's in. like I said, that's what this show's about. So I, okay. I'm standing. I'm standing by it. Standing on it. All right. All right. I'm, I'm standing on it. I, I, I think they'll, I think they'll do well without Jaron Jackson, number one seed. I mean, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. All right. Well, I want to make sure we, like I said, have plenty of time to wrap up here. So I just need your, your finals, uh, your two finals teams and who the winner is. So I've got Bucks Warriors for the finals and I've actually got the Bucks winning again this year. So uh, Jason, we'll go to you. What you got? I got Denver and the Bucks and I got Denver winning. Denver and Bucks. All right. I had, the, I had the Warriors and Bucks, and I got Bucks one and two. Do you? Re- wow. See, like mm-hmm. I said, I didn't, I didn't know what what they were gonna have. So uh, I guess we're all high on the Bucks. So if they don't win, mm-hmm. there we go. There's our credibility. Delete this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Edit it out. But yeah. all right. Well, let's. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, we'll talk about our marquee matchup. So um, I want to let everybody know. So I'm doing marquee matchups every weekend, kind of like I did last year, but with a little twist. So you'll want to make sure you vote on marquee matchups. I will post them on Friday on all my social media platforms. So Twitter and Instagram mostly where you can either DM me your picks. You can comment on the picks or whatever. Instagram, they'll be on the story with the little poll. So you can just vote directly from there. But by the week of December 12th, two weeks before Christmas, whoever has the most points picking the correct teams with marquee matchups, you'll get a $50 Fanatics gift card. So you want to. Uh, $50 off a jersey, you want some sports memorabilia, whatever you want, you'll have 50 bucks on me. So let's kick it off. So we got opening night coming up this Tuesday night, if I'm not mistaken. So we've got Philadelphia and Boston. We've got the Lakers and Golden State Warriors. So Chris, who are your picks? Got to go Sixers, kick it off with a dub. And I got to go Warriors, defending their home court. Got the rings, gonna be nice and shiny. It's gonna be a good game. LeBron's gonna be pretty mad about it, but uh, <laughs> that that just too deep. Warriors are really too deep. All right, Jason, who you got for me? Uh, same thing. I got the uh, Sixers coming out uh, strong, and then I got the Warriors uh, by double digits. Okay. All right. Now, obviously, I won't be playing in the fifty dollars gift card pool because I mean it's my money, but I still will make picks. So I've got. <laughs> Uh, the Celtics actually winning for opening night. And then I've got the Warriors winning their ring ceremony. But ladies and gentlemen, season three premiere of another turnover. That's all I got. Gentlemen, I appreciate you very, very much for being on. Uh, where can we find you on socials? Chris, where can we find you? Bradshaw, the OG on Instagram. Bradshaw, the OG. Jason, where can we find you on socials? Uh, Jason Ruiz Sr. at Instagram. All right, perfect. All right, like I said, gentlemen, I appreciate you being on. It's going to be a fun year. I've got uh, new segments planned. I'm hoping to have more regular guests because this was fun, probably the best episode that I've ever had. But have a great weekend. Take care, be safe, and I'll see you next week. All right, buddies. Peace out. Blessings. I'm in a big lease. Yeah, total mama hit it out of stance. I deserve another.